Working remotely can be a challenge, especially for teams that are new to it. How do you deal with your work environment being the same as home while staying connected and productive? And then there's your newest coworker, the cat. Well, your friends at Trello have been powering remote teams globally for almost a decade. At a time when teams must come together more than ever to solve big challenges, Trello's here to help. Trello, part of Atlassian's collaborative suite, is an app with an easy-to-understand visual format plus tons of features that make working with your team functional and just plain fun. Trello keeps everyone organized and on the same page, helping teams communicate, focus, and connect. Teams of all shapes and sizes at companies like Google, Fender, Costco, and likely your favorite neighborhood coffee shop all use Trello to collaborate and get work done. Try Trello for free and learn more at Trello.com. That's T-R-E-L-L-O.com. Trello.com. I only want to see an aroused fall. happening. Hey, Johnny. About to witness you want to go messing. to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great. Let's go. <laughs> In the sink, Paul's two messes. Look out! It'll poke your eye out. You're gonna look at that. I have to look at two messes. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Matt Mattingly's ice cream social. Sitting across from me is Paul Mattingly. Across from me is Mr. Matt Donnelly. The knobs and tiles is Jacob, the audio guy. Woo-hoo! Preaching two messes. What is two me- two messes? You said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Paul is looking up something that makes him aroused. He's looking mm-hmm. up an uh-huh. old Scarlett Johansson clip from what? From some uh, men's magazine yeah. back in the day. A photo oh, it's like a photo spread. Yeah. From a men's magazine? Yeah. Tumescence is the quality or state of being tumescent or swollen? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Tumescence is referred to normal incorporated. <laughs> <laughs> the blood. Vascular congestion. This is why I said last week you'd be so much smarter if you stopped watching YouTube. Because you know and accurately use words like tumescence. <laughs> and yet you also talk about like Bigfoot and shit. What? There's no reason you can't do both. Well, there is if you want to be th- if you want to be thought of as an intelligent person. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily I, for Paul, I I don't know. I'm, I don't know. Doesn't I mean? <coughs> I took one of those online quizzes recently. Oh, a, those are a, vo- a vocabulary sure. thing. Oh, okay. I just blew it out the water, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah. But that was even with my SATs. I uh, I didn't do a SATs. I did ACT or whatever. Right. What is nocturnal? Penile tumescence. It's a YouTube <laughs> clip from Audiopedia. That seems like I think I know what that one is. I think I can knock that out, no problem. Good. Um, oh, and this just says people also ask, what age does men stop getting hard? Ah, turn around age fifty. Define hard. Are you sure it's not forty? Uh, yeah. I'm asking for a friend. All right. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, we were discussing right before we got on air that I the, 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 saw the previews for the Scarlett Johansson movie. Yeah. The new Black Widow. I don't see a lot of movies. I do believe I want to go see the old Black Widow. Of course, I want to see a lot of movies in theaters I didn't go see. I didn't go see Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Mr. Rogers. Rogers' Neighborhood. Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood was the Eddie Murphy Murphy sketch. Yep. I didn't see that. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to see Uncut Gems. I still haven't seen that. Yeah. Heard that's pretty good. I got shit from someone on Twitter because I liked the tweet where someone said a lot of things, and one of them was saying they hated the Joker. And then, okay. uh, oh boy, that's it. Two messins. Yeah. Oh yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. Two messins. <laughs> Burned into my brain. It was a Bill Simmons tweet, which I usually just favor them because I like following Bill Simmons. Uh huh. And then I got a tweet that said, uh, "Where is it here? Oh, I... hold on, 
Good, good. Hold, please. Okay, guys, it's coming around. Penn tweeted about the show, so that I have too many mentions. Oh, so you really didn't like the Joker, huh? Too bad. I think that movie will stand up to the test of time, but to each their own. I was like... You but, saw it? You didn't no. see the Joker, right? No. So yeah. I was like, what? And I literally was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. And I was like, and I, I record too many podcasts every week, so I'm going through all of them in my brain. Right. And I go like, did I say anything that would have made it seem like, A, I saw I a movie like I didn't Joker. see, yeah. and then didn't like it. I was encouraged by a lot of people to, to like go see it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to see it, and I, I just I didn't get around to it. And for the most part, I hear great things. I will see it at some point. This, tweet, this one tweet was just critical of it. Amongst it was actually tweeting Oscar exclusions. And they were ex- talking about the exclusion of women mm-hmm. from the directing category, which I favorited. And because he also made fun of the Joker, this guy came at me ah. to each their own. I was like, this is rough. Yeah. So I, I didn't know what he was talking about. He told me it was because I favorited a tweet. And I was like, I have a hard enough time. I blather into a microphone for about an average of eight hours a week. Yep. Right. And it just, it all goes away. Uh, and if I'm held accountable for that, I have a hard enough time. When you oh. hold me accountable to stuff I just click like or favorite on, forget it. What? How do I? <laughs> we we literally just finished recording an episode of Sporty McBall Things Considered. Yeah. I couldn't tell you most of what I just said. No. I am quizzed constantly by Ann when I get home. What did you guys talk about on the podcast? I'm like, <laughs> fuck. It's like when I ask my kids what they learned in school. Yeah. yeah. They never know. I'm getting better. Yeah. Because I get quizzed all the time. <laughs> you got so better like, recall. Okay, we talked about this. We talked about yeah. this. We did this. <laughs> we talked about tumescence. Yes. Yeah. Tumescence is number one. And I've even Always. seen when politicians, like, I think it's like when they're like, oh, you know, uh, whatever, Donald Trump Jr. favorited this tweet or whatever. Okay. I think retweeting is different than favoriting. Of course. Retweeting is uh, stronger endorsement. Yes. Right, right. Retweeting like, is, I agree with this is, enough, to Favoriting is like, if something makes me laugh... Right, that's I how I do it. I don't agree with the sentiment of it, but oh, I... Oh, I have to pretty much agree with the sentiment of it before I like it. If yeah. it comes off mean, I don't necessarily do it. Um, I don't necessarily like it. And, but, it, yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i just saying, like, I don't but endorse everything a, wholeheartedly yeah, but on a favorite. Just if I retweet something is not... If, if I like commitment. a tweet, if, yeah. if I hit the button that's liking on a tweet, that just means that I liked it. Right. it, it like, I, I'm just using that in the general sense of the word, I like it. Fair. Like fair, when, fair, When politicians fair. get shit for like, oh, they favorited like a porn star's tweet. Yeah, whatever. I'm just like, who cares? Fine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's a wholehearted endorsement. But um, I, was, uh, I, I, I was hoping for some uh, nominations for a friend of the pod, Laureen Scafaria. Okay. And? A little love for the movie Hustlers. She directed Hustlers. And that's getting, there's some blowback on that. Of course, like is going into it, it seemed like it was all full speed ahead for it to get some nominations and nothing. Yeah, well, you know, still got the J Lo heat behind it, and oh. maybe the non noms will even become more of a buzz for it. Yeah, I mean, now it's, it's becoming it's definitely like the first, like we just talked about in the sports show, that like the take on the game is more important and faster now than the actual recap of the game. Yeah, and same is happening with awards. Is the snubs are the first articles you see now? Right. Yeah. On Awards. Ceremony. Get as much as anything. Yeah. Maybe this is the first DVD that comes out with zero Academy Award nominations <laughs> yeah, star- as like a sticker on the front. Yeah, you know what starring I mean? should have won right. Best Supporting Actress Jennifer Lopez. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that could have that could actually be part of their marketing. That actually would be kind of fun to see. I like. I like. If they swing for the fences that. on that. Yeah. What is hard about the Oscars in particular is that it does become a historical metric. Oh yeah. 
but in a very archaic way. Yeah, but as time goes on, that's the only way to do it. Well, wait, wait, wait. But, but I, what, but I which would historical metric you... do you mean? What's that? Which historical metric do you mean? So if all of a sudden I go like, wait, what were the great movies of 1968? No. Okay, so you're saying historical metric in, in the success no. of the film. I was agreeing because I thought you meant the, a historical metric as in like, this is where the Oscar Academy was at that time. Oh, for that. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I would argue the inverse is actually the case. 80% of the time with, especially in the best picture category. What do you mean? Best picture does not age well. Oh, 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 oh. For sure. I, I can give you some of the less the other categories. But I'm saying like to go back to a time that you and I don't remember. Even then. Best I'm picture ages pretty well. You, have you ever done the thing where you just go through and, and look watch, at all of them? Watch all the movies that won Best Picture? I've watched several. They're mostly good movies. They're mostly good, but I'm telling you, there are some years where you're like, holy crap, that beat what? That's all. But the, yeah. That's fine. That's all. But what I liked was. But they're, but they're still mostly really good. Uh, Robert Cargill put up a tweet about, like, you know, and just like we were talking about how the the blowback is kind of where it's at right now. Yeah. The snubs are what's getting the thing. And he just said, you know what? We shouldn't be writing for awards. Nobody should be writing for awards. Of course, awards are great. Yeah. But ultimately, the great films and and performances live in your heart right for that. Yeah. You know. Actually, uh, yeah. I want to get back to that point in a sec. Okay. But I was saying on my, like... If I go back to 1968, if it's the time before we're able to check out and and on our own mind make up stuff, yeah. I could say, I could see me looking at the picture of 1968 and being like, ah, it wasn't that great. I can't see me knowing the awesome films that didn't win that award. Right. Or if it missed the nomination. Right. How am I going to find out about that movie from 1968 if it wasn't nominated? That, th- there needs to be... Do you know what I'm saying? There is some of that. Because the snubs are Criterion not about the collection. winners. The snubs, collection. The snubs... <laughs> well, the snubs are not about the winners. The snubs are about the nominations, right? Yes. Right. So the the furthest my research is going to go back will be to the nominations besides the the winners. Understood. It's, it's going to be very hard for me to go back to. So so by that time, when you do miss out on these things, it is unfortunately a bigger deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For, for those kinds of things. That's why there's so much of that on YouTube and whatnot, where people are looking back at lesser-known yeah. films and finding those diamonds in the rough. And curating that for a whole other generation. It does. It takes. It takes. That's the thing. It's like so much. It's so funny now. Like understanding. Like it really is. Um, even like listening to podcasts like The Dollop, where they are comedically mm-hmm. go after, but they use sources of. And you and when they introduce the sources, you're like, if that fucking person didn't go take the time to do all this fucking research right. for this yeah. book or this uh, concept or you know what I mean, like or this magazine article. Yep. We would never, never know a fucking thing about any of this. That, well, that's, you know, talking about movies, we, we recently got uh, the, the Disney, uh, what's it called? Plus. Disney Plus, thank you. Uh, we got that because, we, because I wanted ESPN Plus. Right. And so now we have Disney Plus. I've watched a little bit of The Mandalorian on there. I think that's the only thing I've watched on there, though. Okay. Uh, but I was scrolling through. Baby Yoda. Tweet. Tweet. Yeah. Tweet. Baby I'm excited Yoda. to finally know what Baby Yoda is. called The Child. Yes, yeah. I'm excited. I, uh, to know uh, someone just said Yoda. the uh, <laughs> the uh, it's not actually 
Baby Yoda is the uh, new. It's not Frankenstein's. It's Frankenstein's, oh, Frankenstein's you're right. monster. You're right. It is. <laughs> yeah, that really well, remember the I tweet mean, I apologize for. Says the guy deck brilliant. head to toe in Star Wars shit. No, I get all that, and I know that. That's my dumb in thing. the timeline. It can't even possibly even be Yoda. Yeah, it's pop culturally, Baby Yoda. What I oh. What are already, they, though, the, the ship has sailed. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, Baby yeah. Yoda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What I really like about the Disney Plus app, though, is kind of what we're talking about. Which, and this, it's a little unfair, and it's not a great comparison, just because it's all Disney. Yeah. But just scrolling through and looking at the classic Disney movies that are on the app. Yeah. That are like the movies that I grew up watching, the live action Disney movies. Yeah. You know, things like Treasure Island, Return to Witch Mountain, Swiss Escape Family from Robinson. Witch Mountain. Uh, which mountain is which? <laughs> sure, I loved which mountain is which. <laughs> oh, that one. Yeah, uh, that was the final scene. That's a real which spoiler. I think that's ultimately where my whole UFO obsession comes from. Which mountain? Yeah. All right. I didn't realize it until you this moment. This moment. <laughs> oh, funny. No, I don't know. I, I did love that movie. I don't even remember it at all. Yeah, I couldn't tell you anything about it. You should. You should so watch that with your kids. It is totally kid safe. Okay. And and good good creepy yeah oh it's a oh it's good yeah. oh you'd have so much fun watching that with the boys all right watch this, uh, escape from which mountain I, the I old said one yes I don't know why not the rock take not yes the for one an with answer. the rock Matt, do it I I will I don't not know the what, one with the rock what more can I not say? the remake I won't watch the remake the one with Eddie Albert although you can't Is tell me not to Albert? watch the rock in anything it's yeah. Eddie Albert right I don't know it's Eddie the Albert movie, we don't know why are you looking at me and yelling Eddie Albert it's Eddie Albert. He has an RV. You'll look up an old picture of Scarlett Johansson. But you just yell Eddie Albert. He's at got us. an R- he because he was he was the one who was gonna be <laughs> he was gonna be the Tin Man. Ah, right? and he blew it. He didn't blow it. <laughs> he almost died from poisoning from the makeup. Oh, uh, he was a Tin Man for a minute. Oh, he had an allergic reaction to the makeup. Yes, and almost died. And they had to replace him at the last minute. I get all these weird old Hollywood stories mixed up. Yeah. I thought the actual Tin Man did die from the makeup, but that's not true. No, that's no. a myth. I okay. mean, down the road, who knows what actually got that Tin Man? Yeah. Oh, I have my suspicions. It could have been one of those man cancers. Oh dear. <laughs> from the monkeys, the flying monkeys. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> but just the fact that hey, Disney has gone through make them sleep. What? Just the fact that Disney has gone through and curated those old films is kind of great. Yeah, I like that they just put them up and said, "Look, this might not this might not hold up to today's standards." Yeah, yeah. they put those warnings on there. I thought that was smart. Which mountain is so full of, like eight warnings? Yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah. Go watch it; it's great. No, I like that they didn't overly do it and then go back and edit things out or not put up. They said this they is didn't, this is out of they taste. They fucked up the Simpsons though. Oh no! But that was the um, that's not because they edited things out. That was the um, cropping ratio. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, that's hopefully different. they fix that. I think they will. That's a fixable thing. Yeah, I, they're losing jokes. Like they're straight up losing jokes on the you can't screen. See it? Yeah. Visual jokes, yeah, yeah. It, oh, that's awkward. It's dumb. Yeah, that is dumb. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't. Some somebody missed the boat on that one. Uh they got. Boy, I sure that. hope some executive got the shit for that debacle. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Buck Henry uh, oh, passed away. Oh, yep. you posted uh, the great article from Mike Sachs. Mike Sachs. Uh, I, but yeah, I've talked about him before. Yeah. Mike Sachs. Hilarious in his own right, but also you want to talk about someone curating stuff before our time and whatnot? Exactly. Dude, read, and here's the kicker, and Poking a Dead Frog. Yeah. Two of the best books on comedy 
Period. And that's the thing. I would not have known who Buck Henry was if it weren't for Mike Sachs's book. Mm-hmm. And when he passed away, I, I read the uh, read some obituaries and then decided to read his article that you posted. And that interview is incredible. Right? And one of the things I thought was fascinating, was really fascinating, was he talked about what it meant to write comedy back in the day. Yeah. And basically, that, like, to write for television was considered garbage. Oh, bro. Yeah. To write for movies was considered nicer, but the truth was, most people were trying to write the great American novel. If you said you wanted to be a writer, it didn't mean you wanted to write for television. It meant that you wanted to write the great American novel. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it meant you tried to go out and live life like all these crazy authors did back in the day. Mm-hmm. So you tried to go to foreign countries. You tried to go to uh, all these events. You tried to go you to these places gonzo... so that you have mm-hmm. life experience yeah. to write some sweeping novel. And then you couldn't hack it with your great American novel, those life experiences turn into great fodder for movies and television. And he was saying that today's writers don't try to go out and live those life experiences. So, and then they figured out so much with movies and TV that they just ape all the great stuff from other great TV shows and, and comedies. And it's really funny because it was the first time I understood that like Penn, you know, and goes and enjoys movies with his kids. Mm -hmm. Sure. But he always just says, like, ah, the whole comedy is just parody anyway. Like, everything's just a parody of other comedies, which right. I think he, he finds strange. Yeah. And I was kind of like, in my head, like, right, but it's kind of like inevitable, you know? And then it was our first time reading that notion in the Buck Henry interview that I was like, oh, wait. Now I get why he's poking at it, that specific thing, and why I don't understand that that's a missing element. Mm-hmm. And... You know, we grew up worshiping movies. We grew up loving television. Yes. And now our kids are going to grow up worshiping <laughs> Saturated both. Saturated in it. Yeah. And so, you know, to write a great television show and, or to foster a great television show is much, you know, much bigger claim than writing a great novel. Now, mm-hmm. You know? Sure. Um, but the life experience thing is so interesting because you can just get working in show business so early now and you have access to all these tools in show business early. You don't have to go do that. Yeah. And it was like, oh, man, that's crazy. Because, mm-hmm. like, you kind of need it. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. It was just strange. It was, it, was a, it was a point that was really, it's been sticking with me, like, every day. I keep thinking about that notion. I feel like I've been lucky in that my theatrical life has led me to have life adventures. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? The traveling that I've done and the, the, the crazy jobs that I've had. Yeah. While I have been pretty much right in that same kind of zone, I have also done a lot of weird different shit. Yeah, I mean like I was talking uh listening to an interview Johnny Katz uh podcast. Uh-huh. Catch the pod. It's mm-hmm. not called that. Podcats. Podcats is what it's called. Podcats. So, uh but he was interviewing Shin Lim. And the people that like gain like instant uh an instant like huge platform from reality shows. It's interesting cuz like not that, you know, he basically was like, oh, they showed me, yeah, they, they showed me, we were looking at different theaters around Vegas, and I liked the one at the Mirage. And then Johnny's like, how many theaters did you see? He goes, well, just just the, the one. I saw the Mirage, and I liked it right away. And he goes, oh, what did you like about it? He's like, well, it was red. He goes, why, right. do you, why do you like red? He goes, red's my favorite color. And I was like, this, okay. is, like, this is like, it's like one of those things where, like, there's no... That is exactly uh, every House Hunter episode. 
every time. It was the, kinda... the, the, the lady gets in the house and, oh, I don't know about these dark cabinets. <laughs> and it's like, bitch, you ever heard of some shit called paint? What the fuck is going on? And, and you know, and Anne watches these things incessantly. And she's like, this is what they do for the TV. Everybody does this, of course, because there's nothing really wrong. And I'm like, yeah. yes, but at a certain point, there's a truth here. Yeah, right. Yeah. And there is a truth there. Like you go into definitely a house. The producer problem is, I'd be like, is there anything you don't like or whatever? And they're like, oh, I wasn't really sure about the cabinets. Oh, can we get them on camera? Can you talk about the cabinets sure. on camera and say you're not happy? even that? Even that? Yeah. Even they're just like, yeah, find the thing that you don't like color sure. wise. But it's the dumbest thing to even think about. Oh, this carpet. That's you're a... about to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> that might cost you two <laughs> to fix. Any way you want. Yeah. And you can do anything you want. Yeah. This is, it blows my mind. People yeah. Go, what, I, I want to be clear that uh, before we get off, because we're, we'll leave this tangent. Yes. Uh, uh, um, I lo- I like Shin Lim a lot. Who doesn't? And I've been on, he's been on Fool Us a couple times. Yeah. Great guy. But just like, it's is he's so young and he just nailed it and, he, and he's now famous and doing his big show. So it's right. awesome. And also room. even like, and whoever like behind the show, his show is like kind of brain constructed with Colin Clown involved, Colin Cloud involved. And like, he's just really shaped out a very nice show over the Mirage. I'm not knocking anything about it. No. It just was like, oh, he's not like a, roan, a road-worn performer no. with a ton of stories to lay out, you know, before the Mirage. It was, you know, it's like, right. he's just done, you know, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like it's he- just. He, he, he could talk about his past, and he's like, "Yeah, I played some clubs, played yeah. the Magic Castle, uh, played played you know these, these places over here, played these this one place of those over contests, here. one that he contest. might be insulated in this beautiful, perfect red theater for a decade. Yes, right. He might just incubate in this complete cocoon world, and it's for probably the next, true for the next ten. And that's years. the truth, is which that, is like, really interesting. It wasn't, because it wasn't, that wasn't, theater is known for doing exactly that, right? Because the Mirage supports you. Yeah, you're in good shape. And uh, uh, I, I was only like, oh, I, I. I thought it was fascinating just to hear it because of that. Yeah. And then I was yeah. like, I definitely also want to hear from Shim Lim in five years. And I want to hear that interview in yeah, 10 years. You know sure. what I mean? Like, I really yeah. want to hear. After he's gone to see other shows? <laughs> and like mature, like, yeah, and just kind of like <laughs> matured as a business person. Had a little bit of time in Vegas. Yeah. yeah, sure. Just curious about it. No, it's going to be fascinating. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for his journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just wants, you, you know. But you're exactly right. It's the same kind of thing. Of yeah. Like, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cut into that, but but this is my feeling on Vegas too, right? Yeah, I've gotten out of Vegas and had some other wild trips and things like that. Yeah, but part of the reason I love this town so much is that everything comes to you. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah. it's like a big TV set. <laughs> it's like a big production set. It is true. You know what I mean? Everything. The room cool. next door to us right now is filming for a, a big TV show. There you go. In, oh yeah, in the building they're they're filming for uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. See it like. On the other side of and that that's the thing right we now. like that, and it's coming to Flamingo. It's right yeah. here. And Lady Gaga crushed it. Now Lady Gaga fascinating. Here. Yeah, Brittany, Brittany fascinating. Came here. Yeah, it is really fascinating. That's why I like this town. So maybe he'll get more of that life experience. Oh, he's definitely going to. I mean, once yeah. you start grinding it out here, yeah, you learn all kinds sure, of stuff sure. because it's not the the biggest mistake people make about being an entertainer here is that they somehow if you're successful here, there's a point of settling or a point of like arrival. Yeah, no. And the thing you is that I think going. that may have been true at one point. Right, maybe because it's just because of the you know um, the Rat Pack. Yeah, maybe that era. Right. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm ta- I'm talking decades ago. But here, like as soon as you're here, you have to keep slugging it out. Right. Yeah. And like we were Branson for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were yeah, retirement. 
retirement for for yeah, entertainment, yeah, yeah. entertainment retirement for a minute. Now yeah, it's, not anymore. As as the saying goes, now there are twenty other people behind you that'll do the same thing that you'll you're doing, but they'll wear a bikini while they're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's twenty people still doing what you're doing right now. Right. I mean, Shinlim is one of you know whatever a, at least a dozen headlining magicians mm-hmm. here in town asking for butts and seats on a eight o'clock on a Saturday night. Yeah. So it's a, it's 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 going to be crazy hard, but. Uh, uh, he looks like all full full steam ahead. Yeah, good for him. Um, I'll tell you who else will do what he's doing while wearing a bikini is the following sponsor. Oh, I need my car washed. Yeah. Oh, wash it. All right. Hey, I'm here to wash your car. I'm wearing this bikini. Bikini man. I'm Bikini Carl. Bikini Carl. Yeah. Oh, wash my car. I will. I mean, my car. When I was young, wash my car. I thought I had an affliction of super long butt hair. And it turns out I have a gift. A blessing. It's super long butt hair. Nothing on this planet holds automotive cleansing soap as well as taint and asshole hair. <laughs> That's right. Fact. <laughs> Bikini Carl knows this and will bring this to your vehicle. That's right. You bring the soap. Yeah. He's got the taint. <laughs> you got the soap. I got the taint. That's a that's a guarantee. And I go to your place of work. I put on my thong, 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 and then boom, you go to work. You come out to a shiny, buffed car. If you don't use Bikini Carl for your car washing needs, yeah, your car taint clean. <laughs> Enter, 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 yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> busy shaking my head. Uh, we're not going to have a better button than that. You're you're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, but what was it? You took off on a tangent that I wanted, did want to talk about. I had to go back and just make sure no one thought just I was shooting. Just about the dumb, uh, the dumb, oh, this color is wrong. I don't want this house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like this carpet. This entire building is bullshit. Uh, Frank the cop at Tyrannies used to love when uh, getting uh, witness uh, descriptions or whatever. <laughs> They'd always be like, and he wore a hat. You know, like this guy who robbed <laughs> right. me, and he wore a hat. And then it's like, it was a joke. Like, the cop was like, well, what color is the hat? The other cop would just, like, punch him in the arm. <laughs> like, he's not going to keep wearing the hat. <laughs> Getting a description of the hat is not going to help us solve <laughs> any crimes. He had dirt on his face. Yeah, he looking like a man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is it not going to help? Well, there was time where I thought it would help, which was when Fifty Shades had their entire... A uh, show stolen by a crackhead. Oh, right. Do you remember that? Y- yeah, I do. <laughs> and so it's a nice three day vacation. Yeah. Jesus. So, so he's st- uh, some somebody because we knew because they found a crack pipe. Uh, <laughs> stole all the Fifty Shades was to track every every light and sound cue was on yeah. this little uh, hard drive. Yeah. On a Mac Mini. Yeah. On a Mac Mini, and uh, and the uh, security at the old window showroom was. Was a closed curtain and Lacking. a couple of just just a couple of discouraging uh, uh, placards, placards, yeah. yep. And that was it. That was all the full tut, security. Tut. Don't go in here. I believe one of them said nothing to see here. Uh-huh. So not only did they steal our electronics, but they stole the costume pieces from Tony and Tina's wedding, which included like a giant um, uh, straw hat or something like that. <laughs> they also stole your innocence. And I was like. Uh, did they call? Did they try to get security footage? And they're like, "Yeah, they couldn't find anything." I was like, "If a crackhead <laughs> stole the costumes, if the crackhead stole the, the straw hat, he's wearing the straw hat. <laughs> he didn't take it and like stuff it under his shirt. Right? He put like, that on. He's on crack. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I 
like, he's ah. fucking around. I was like, so look. He's not a master criminal. I was like, just the escalator. There's, there's nothing else up Sorry, there but the being, showroom. We're being yeah. sexist. He or she is he not a master criminal. He's not a master criminal. <laughs> he or she is wearing a straw hat and carrying our goddamn show in a Mac Mini. Oh. And so that was the only time where I was like, the hat description matters. <laughs> For those for that twenty minutes, <laughs> and it was just like it basically was like trying to deal with security at the time. They basically were looking at you like, "We're not going to do this." Like they kind of like, "Right, you're an idiot for not ever having uh, security for yeah. not putting a lock thing. on the door, locking yeah. your thing, and we're not doing." Yep, it. it's funny uh, when you're talking about that. When you were talking about the he or she, yeah, may be very. You reminded me. I did start watching Medical Police. Oh, which is the expansion of Children's Hospital. Yes. It's not okay. just like it's not like Children's Hospital. Yeah. It's Children's it's Hospital. It's more it's more of it. It's more. It's Children's Hospital expanded to be almost a parody of 40 of uh, 24. Yeah. Great. David Wayne is the director on these. Uh, that motherfucker has my button. He yes. knows my fucking number. And just killing me. I'm laughing so much watching this shit. It's oh. so great. I was gonna start it's watching last night, I was, but I uh, I didn't finish Dolomite, so I had to finish up Dolomite. Ah. Dolomite's great too. That yeah. that movie's wonderful. Yeah, it, that's a good follow up. Yeah, yeah. What well, oh. thing is it kicked me right over to that? Oh so I was boy, like, oh, I want to do that. It is, it is great. I well, oh. it's fresh in your mind. You should watch the old Dolomite movie. It, oh, I think I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. did that after watching Eddie Murphy's. Uh, I love that they put Dolomite. the real clips at the end of the yeah. of it. Um, uh. Because we discussed that there isn't a lot of that style of humor. Yeah. You know, there isn't a, that slapstick humor is kind of... it. And, and Children's Hospital, now I guess this show, it lives on... And it shows that it's still great. It's not an old... It's not old-fashioned when you see it done No, correctly. it's done really it's well. It's... A, the, uh, Rob Hubel is awesome. Yes. He's awesome in it. He's yeah. He's awesome. He's just making me squeal. Yeah. The dumb shit that, they, that he does. Uh, and everybody's in it. Yeah, everybody's in it. It's everybody. Everybody. Well, I'm also excited because those guys—they work their asses off on, uh, you know, uh, Adult Swim doesn't pay. No, g- Not well like, at all. No. And so Rob, they did Rob those. Cordry's writing it. They did all of those on shoestring budgets. So the fact they got Netflix money now to they make got some, some Netflix money is great. Yeah, it's great. No, and, and, and it shows. I'm happy for all the. Yeah, I'm just also happy for all those actors because it means that work they put in back in the day for Adult Swim. Where I knew they weren't making. Absolutely. A lot of episode. They're, no, they're making some good money. It's paid off, and uh, I'm just glad to see David Wayne directing more stuff. Guy can do no wrong. Yeah. I don't think I've seen a project of his that I've been like, eh. Yeah. It always gives me some laughs. Stella. I, forget it. Oh, the, 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 uh, that's one of those gems lost in time. Some people don't even don't know about that show. And God damn, buddy that Doug show was got, I got I got the I got the actual release. Yeah. That they put out, but then I also got all the bootlegs. Yeah. Oh hmm. shit. Where it's just dildo fests. <laughs> and it, that DNA is still in there. Yeah. Like there's a pocket pussy gag. Oh, you don't get that second, DNA off the second dildos. or third episode. <laughs> you can't get DNA off of no, that. No, no, no. No, it's no, on there. No. No. Pocket pussy is an integral part of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. And what's crazy about the show is that it's really smart in a lot of in a lot of ways. Like all the little dumb shit pays off. Right. It's very funny. And then I see people on Twitter watching it being like, this show is stupid. <laughs> it's like, um... No, 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 no. No, because there's this and there's this and there's this. 
they're figuring it out slowly, but boy, oh boy, if you go into that not realizing that is an absolute just off the wall comedy. Right. If I could improve Twitter, this is how I do it. Set okay. it on fire and throw it in the sun. That's one probably that probably should be option A. That's a fine improvement. You should have a, a, a font size equal to the validity of your comments. Oh <laughs> boy. That would be great. Like and if and you know who gets to decide what font size you get? Yeah. Us. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We will be the That'd Twitter. That'd be really funny if, if we'll the, the Twitter gods. The more so followers like the, you get, the bigger your font size. <laughs> yeah. So like, so like all these idiot trolls that just say the dumbest things would be the tiniest things right. on Twitter. You'd have to get like <laughs> but then there'd be all these apps like macro font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wanna read be, the dumb shit? Get macro font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said uh you know you know how I would improve Twitter and Jeroscoop in the Twitch chat over here said less Nazis? <laughs> That's <laughs> one way too. to do it. That's, That's another one. one. That'll help too. Watch I I was again I'm reading this stuff on uh Cory Booker dropping out of the yeah. presidential race. Mm-hmm. I'm from Jersey. I love I love me some Cory Booker. And his sure. story is incredible. Documentary is incredible. I think he did a great job. Uh, I like and Jersey. And will to continue say. to do a great job. Yeah. The flack is there's being like, and especially because other pe- people on the other side of on Twitter are celebrating like, ah, you're you think you're so inclusive and you just lost your last minority candidate. Oh come um, on. Totally come on. Yeah. And and also like. Cory Booker is not out of the race because he's black and we don't support black people right. running for office. I, Cory Booker just was still speaking to a version of America that we all know is gone. Yeah. You know, like, he was perfect for carrying the mantle of Obama and that, like, I talk about this all the time, but, like, all these crazy shit that happened around us, kindness. we used to think we're just right. small little pockets and for the most part, mainstream was doing it's A-OK. <laughs> we're doomed. And we know this is not true anymore. Yeah. We know that there's at least... Right. 40 million people have either racist or no problem with racism as long as it doesn't affect their pocketbook. Yeah. That's and that's just not the kind of America that Corey was speaking to on the campaign trail. No. And I love the notion. I wish he was right. He's out of the race because he was saying that love can conquer uh, all right. anger and all these resentments and, mm-hmm. and that like we can outlove all of these flawed things. Right. And there was a time where that felt like a nice place to be. There was a time when that resonated yeah and it just does not feel like re- that time where i thought i was gonna say the word nazi to my kids and we'd think of 1930s germany right <laughs> 1930s and 40s germany and not think about america now i go back all the time it's a benedict benedict negro who's been on the show mm-hmm. german clown and no good friend and uh when we first was first around set and stuff like that and improv mm. or whatever, yeah, and just Germany, people started talking about Germany, and within always around him, within four sentences, people would bring up World War Two, right? Sure, just always. Anyone talking about, so talking about Germany, and it would kind of like like okay, here we go, yeah. And then as soon as someone did that, and he said every time he'd just go, Americans love talking about World War Two. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he say all the time. Yep, and and he's totally right. Sure. Right? And now I think about that notion. I was like, and now we can't even do that anymore. Yeah. You know, like now we're not like. We have no pedestal to stand on. No. 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 So I don't agree with it. Just like, oh, we can't elect a black candidate. You know, like it's, 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 it's garbage. Right. Um, But I love Corey. I just want to say that too. You know who else loves Corey Booker? Yeah. Rosario Dawson. (laughs) Hi, it's me. (laughs) Rosario Dawson. I have just invested in a new wetlands project. Oh, a wetlands project. Yes, I'm working to save uh, 
habitable habitats. <laughs> habitable habitats. Habitable habitats for endangered species. What's interesting is you've had already had so much success with dryland uh, uh, projects. Thank you. And inhabitable habitats. You've already had so much success. It's so it's so interesting to see you swing the pendulum the other way. Well, it was time. And what I've been able to do is through my boyfriend slash husband, mm-hmm. Cory Booker. I think boyfriend. Going to be husband. Yeah. Maybe. Whatever. Could have had a White House wedding, everybody. What we've decided to do. I don't like the color oh. of the grass. <laughs> is divert a whole tributary yeah. of the Mississippi yeah. into some areas where there hasn't been enough irrigation. Mm-hmm. We're going to bring this whole area back to life. And we're calling it Rosario Dawson's Creek. <laughs> Thank you for Rosario. Sounds like an important project. Enter Hey Scoops check out. I watched uh, the other day, I was in, in the Absinthe office, and I watched what I really thought for a moment was going to be the first case of, like, full-on office inappropriate comment that I think I've ever seen there. Whoa! Breaking news. Absinthe really? is a circus. Yeah. Yeah. We say horrible things in that office all the time. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, uh, a young lady in there the other day, and uh, a couple other people in there, and uh, one of the other guys and myself, we were having a conversation, and he mentioned pocket pussies. Okay. All right. As you do. And the young lady- Comes up. The young lady is from Australia, and she asked the question, what's a pocket pussy? Siri, what's a pocket pussy? <laughs> now you've done it. <laughs> now you've really destroyed people's search. <laughs> And Alexa, what's a pocket pussy? Oh, now here we go. Queries for the ages. <laughs> and I very quickly looked at the other guy. Go, you can explain it. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a pass. I'm out. I get one pass per office conversation. I'm going to use my pass. This is my pass. <laughs> How did the rest of the conversation go? He explained what a pocket pussy is. Oh, what a wonderful person. Yeah, and did it in such a way that it was not. He did it better than I would have done it. Just a high wire act. Yep. Just, that was the best circus act of the night. He got to the other platform safely. No problem. <laughs> Here's the explanation. Yeah. With enough imagination, what isn't pocket <laughs> pussy? Exactly. <laughs> pocket pussies and butt plugs. <laughs> With enough imagination and determination, anything can be a pocket pussy or a That's butt right. plug. <laughs> <laughs> Fact. <laughs> it's time to do a little scoop mail. Challenge oh, accepted. Is Message that for you, son. A uh, cream cheese crawler? No. Nope. No. <laughs> That's a butt. It plug. was it a crawler. It was a crawler. <laughs> <laughs> now it's a stepped on cheese Danish. <laughs> We got one from David Slusher, the Diabolical Scoop. Hi, Diabolical Scoops. Hey, face lovers. Uh, Here is my version of a leaving the pool heater on type story. Uh Uh-oh. You may remember that last May I had a uh, work event in Vegas. Oh, we should should, uh, explain what the leaving the pool heater on is. I moved into a house, the house I currently live in, and uh, uh, I accidentally left the pool heater on overnight in the wintertime because we thought right. it would be fun to go in the hot tub at night in the winter and that didn't turn anything off and I came out uh, the next morning 
to the set of Phantom of the Opera in my backyard. <laughs> it was there was a little rain, if I recall. Yeah, a little rain. Yeah, and just a rolling fog. <laughs> you had heated your entire pool, Christine, to 104 degrees. Get into the pool, and my heating bill was like it was freezing out. <laughs> and so my heating bill was like six hundred dollars that month. <laughs> but you did make one the- night. I don't, I don't. I mean, it could have been for a variety of things. I just remember being a really absor- really crazy. Heat. But was you did it, make the most it of it. it was, you guys invited like, all the one night. You invited all the kids over, right? Yeah, all, we the, went all the neighborhood kids. We like, went swimming. Giant hot tub party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe yes, Anning didn't help my pocketbook in that situation. That's pretty crazy that it uh, that it heated to that degree. Yeah, that much water. Yeah, for that long. I know. Yeah, no cover. No cover. Oh, well, I mean, you charge the kids to get in, right? Oh yeah, I mean, I mean so that kind of cover. <laughs> All right. And I and that production of Fan of the Opera until we got sued was very. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, you may remember last May I had a uh, work event in Vegas. I came and visited you in the churn for a good time. During the week, I had a good run at the roulette table. You know who you should have invited to that poolside. Uh, production of Phantom of the Opera. What's that? Andrew Lloyd Webber Grill. <laughs> he goes <laughs> He goes great with pool activities. It's true. <laughs> Webber Grill, what'd you say? Webber Grill. Webber Grill. <laughs> yeah, barbecue pool party, Phantom <laughs> of the Opera. During the week, I had a good How run at the roulette table. How do you like your meat? <laughs> Rare or well done. So I decided to share the wealth by upping my Patreon uh, contribution to $100 for the month. Holy smokes. Well, guess what I forgot to ever do? I logged into my creator account on Patreon to see how much cash I had. It was 95 cents. That's when it began to sink in. Although Annie had been dutifully emailing me about the song each month, I had filtered those to an inbox I wasn't looking at often enough. Whoops, Italian air show of the wallet. Enjoy the extra $600 more that I meant to give. Oh, man. Oh, that seems uh, not cool. Also, keep your eyes peeled for six song requests. Okay. Fuck you in the face and leaving the money on in a nightstand over and over again. David Slusher, the diabolical scoop. All right. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you, David. Thank, yeah, thank send you. Us, send us a song request. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> yes. In fact, we'll like double it. Or send a song request and, and let us know next time you're in town. We'll no, do something we'll, fun. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That, no, we'll good. go to the Pinball Hall of Fame or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Creamer Adam says, uh, <laughs> hey, guys, I have a heated what story that does not involve murder or kitty porn, real or otherwise. My friend was a patron of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in elementary school, my uh, school had a special wing for uh, kids who needed extra help. My class would see these kids at the gym and library time, and there was one kid named Tim who was always really nice, if a bit dim. Uh, when I w- was in high school, I met Tim again, and we both worked at the local McDonald's together. Dim he was Tim. Still a nice kid, uh, <laughs> if not terribly bright, and we had a good time working and hanging out together. The big social time at work was when we would take smoke breaks together. Tim didn't smoke, but he would hang out with us. He had a Cincinnati Bengals jacket he would wear in the winter, which was strange because we lived in Connecticut, which is a split between Giants and Fuckhead Pats fans. Even so, he would ask for a cigarette and take a drag through his nose. Yes. What? That is as awful as it sounds. He would snort his cigarette smoke? Huh. All right. Like I said, not terribly bright. A few years later when I was in college, I heard that the abandoned factory in my hometown had burned down. Oh, 
It was a big factory that was in the middle of town, right on the river. It was almost a landmark and was even used as an exterior for a factory in the movie Other People's Money. It turned Ooh, out that someone that, in a Bengals that jacket. Factory? That factory. <laughs> it turned out that someone in a Bengals jacket, matching Tim's description, was seen lighting piles of refuse on fire in the building and walking away. Oh, no. When the police caught up with Tim, he confessed to the arson and said he did it because he was upset over getting fired from his job at McDonald's. Thankfully, nobody was hurt by the fire, and burning down the factory cleared space for the development of a new commercial plaza. You're fired. No, you're fired. Oh! <laughs> 20 years I'm later, I don't know where Tim is now or what he's doing, building. but I still think of him as a sweet but weird <laughs> kid that I knew, and I uh, hope that he's doing well now. Figured he fucking you in the face. That's Creamer Adam. He did what? He set a building on he fire. burned a building down. That seems like a lot. Well, but he got fired from McDonald's. Oh. So it wasn't an accident. He was like out to like no, burn a building down. Yeah, he's like, I'm That's not, what it he sounds said like. He was upset. That's a uh, crime. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. You got in trouble for it. Did he make sure that no one was there? No. Like Iran did? Make no. Before they bought specials? <laughs> um, no. I don't know if he did the Iran thing, but it sounds like <laughs> nobody was there. <laughs> uh, man. That's the kind of thing. Uh, have you guys even thought about doing something like that in anger? This Burning a, a building down? Yes. No. Okay. Just curious. <laughs> I'm not asking. I'm asking for a friend. Great. Uh, Paul. Paul. Oh. Matt. I mean, <laughs> I guess if I say it, then it means I can never do it, which is probably a good thing. Right. So I should just cop to it. Yeah, right? you should just say it. Oh man, when I the first apartment building I lived in here in Vegas in 2008, it got broken into. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, four places got broken into, and because it happened on a weekend, people could get their doors fixed because the, ah. the people who the little the little office of the apartment yep. building uh-huh. didn't have anyone there on Saturdays and Sundays. Great. So if anyone went wrong think in your that's apartment, even a legal thing anymore. Well, at this point, yeah. So you got to at least have a phone number or something you can call. Then there were signs uh, put up. That said, hey, there were four break-ins in the area. Make sure you're doing your due diligence, you know, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. It seemed like a real official sign. Great. Well, then I caught the people at the apartment who ran the apartment building taking down those signs. You caught them? Yeah. You, you saw them doing it? Yeah. Okay. And I said, are you, are you taking down these signs? I thought you were putting them up. And they said, no, we didn't make these signs. Uh, a neighbor or somebody in the apartment building made these signs, uh-huh. but you're not allowed to distribute. You know, it's against the rules of the apartment building to distribute these materials without the express what permission materials? of the people that uh-huh. want it. And I was like, "So let me get this straight. You guys can't, you guys couldn't fix people's doors because you weren't here, right? On the weekend, so people had fucking floppy ass doors, or they paid out of pocket, right? Including my apartment. Your apartment was one that you got broken into. Yeah, yeah, yeah." And you're taking this shit down? Right. The thing is letting people know that we have people breaking into our fucking neighborhood? You couldn't you couldn't get on the fixing the doors, but you can get on taking down the signs. Yeah. And then uh, something happened where like we were we were gonna we were basically like and that you know the I told this whole story in air, I think. So so like then I started telling my neighbors about right. what happened. So they're taking the signs down. It's like they these guys don't want you to know, but we've had four break ins in the yeah. neighborhood. Right. And the guy turned to the other guy and goes, You think it was Davis? And I go, Wait, you think you know who broke into our apartment? Oh my god. And they're like, No, 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 never mind. And I was like, I came in and I was like, 
after a week of Common Moment down, yeah. saying this won't happen again, you know, I came it, home from throwing out the garbage and was like, we are fucking out of here. We're moving yeah. today. You never believe it. It's Jim Davis, creator of Garfield, <laughs> burglar extraordinaire. He's a literal cat burglar. So then uh, I moved. We were going, going to burglar. We were going to move out, and uh, I was saying that we want to break the lease because we feel unsafe. Yeah, and that, and we don't feel supported here. And there's a safety clause in our lease. Great, and they denied it. Oh, yeah. of course they did. And so then I barged into their office while it was open. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, while they were seeing a possible client of someone who had just taken a tour of the facilities. Uh-huh. And I go, are you fucking serious? You guys won't do fucking shit about this. Uh, apartments getting broken into? I turn to the woman and I go, there are people breaking into the fucking apartments here. And they're not telling anyone. Uh, and, and I was like, this is fucking bullshit. And I ripped the little note of denial and threw it on her desk. Yeah. It's a big, big fit. Yeah. And I walked out of the office. If there's anyone good at throwing a big dramatic fit. She followed me into the parking lot. What? And yells, you barge into my office like that, I'll call the police. Oh. And I said, good, because that would be the first time you fucking called the police from that office since you worked here. And then I uh, left it on that. Yeah. Yeah. I then fantasized (laughs) about burning that building down (laughs) on a weekend. Because it was, no one was ever there. Right. Right. And it was the entire symbol of what was wrong with the apartment complex oh, is that boy. no one was there. Yeah. yeah. And then they stuff. were so, they took so much action to make sure Nothing that we felt fucking, like, not taken care of whatsoever with a break-in. Oh, that awful. I was, felt ripped off and livid and was, sure. like, really boiled with anger. That I just think, like, I could. I could fucking get gasoline. I could burn that fucking yeah. building down. No one would be in it. It would just be whatever. So there, I've now set it on air. So now you can't do it. I've already, I drive by this old apartment building all the time. I know that's not burned down. So as of this recording, it's not, it hasn't the happened. Classic OJ, if I had done it, <laughs> here's how I, I didn't do it. But if I had done it, here's how I would have done it. And I know from like the times I've, if you ever enact any modicum of revenge on a small level, you go from like rage to victory to self-conscious horror so fast. Sure. Like, you just go, like, it's not worth it. Yeah. And, like, if you're, like, someone takes you on in the moment, you're ready to rage back at somebody. If you go a few days and forgot that you did something and all of a sudden it comes up again, like, when I, when we were in Fifty Shades again and I blocked uh, Ryan on Facebook. Do you remember this? Yeah. He was so fucking pissed at me. Uh huh. And I was so fucking pissed at him. And I just, like, didn't want him in my life. And yeah. I blocked him on Facebook and forgot about it. And he didn't figure it out until like six months later. We, we've gone back to getting back along. And we were like, and he went to share something on my wall. Yeah. And realized they had blocked him. And he was fucking so mad at me. And I had had no modicum of rage left in me. And I was nope. like, oh, I totally yep. that has, that forgot that I Oops. hated you for a minute. Yeah. And I feel horrible. And I was like, and I had to be like, hi. Sorry, bucko. Uh-huh. You know, it was so awful. Sorry I burned your house down. Yeah. So if I if that boomeranged on me on that something dumb like that, could you imagine what it'd be awful oh, yeah. if I? And then the, the idea that like I'm playing with my kids and cops be like, Mister Don, can we board? <laughs> we have evidence you burned down a fucking building. I'd be like, Oh, oops, <laughs> shit, sorry. Someone else has to pick up my kids from school. Gotta go. Yeah. Oh god. Gotta go. Yeah. So I don't relate to that guy at all. Uh. No. <laughs> 
Let's time to do a little Jack versus Nerd. Every time I think I don't have a rage problem, I finally find this is so funny. Okay, <laughs> great. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Jack versus Nerd. Explosion of flames. <laughs> we got no one one's to... there though, so it doesn't count. So it's fine. <laughs> we got one going to us today from Yuli Dig, a scooper D from Yuli Dig, who just sent it in, told us on the Twitch chat over here at thebucketshow.com that he had sent us in, and now we're playing it. And she also requested a Sporty McBall Sings Considered, I think, on Twitter. Oh, is that the same person? I think so. Oh, I didn't know, I didn't realize that was the same person. And uh, and so we we're gonna post that. If you're a patron, you get our secret RSS feed and we're gonna be uploading a uh, It's true. A Sporty McBalls post uh, NCAA championship Sporty McBalls things considered uh, yeah. episode. The categories today are capacity conversions, cooking conversions, length conversions, and temperature conversi. By the way, I'm sweating after that confession. Well, because you're feeling the heat. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, feel the heat. Well, when you get back into that mindset, that's yes, a, and it's it's hard to get out of that. I and it's something I've had to learn too. Yeah. Uh, and don't, I don't and burn I, building down. Don't get mad. Don't get angry. Yeah. And just let it, not let it go, but change it. Channel it differently. Yeah. Think about it differently. As it never pays off. The right. few times I have gotten ragey angry. Yeah. It's always I end up looking like a jerk. Yeah. Right. So it's not worth it. I try really hard to not get out of control angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause, I mean, it's like you say, it, it doesn't accomplish anything. It makes me feel bad. Yeah, it, it only hurts me. It's yeah. the fixated rage. That's what I'm talking about. Not the moments of rage, but like when you feel fucked over. And oh. it, mine can like stick with me for like days and days. Right. Yeah. And I get now, I have uptight. gone. I have gone after people for uh, for wronging me and mine. <laughs> uh, Vigilante. <laughs> yeah. I. I mean, I fought crime. Sure. Sure. Um, boy, I'll do, talk about things that maybe shouldn't say on the air. But, uh, <laughs> there, was, there was definitely a, a person in town here yeah. who did something uh, work-related. This is not yeah. like personal or weird or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, to my wife on a, on a gig that she was on and uh, caused her to lose the gig. And... I, without that person's knowledge, went to several people that I knew that that person worked with and was potentially going to work with yeah. and said, don't hire this person. And I know for a fact that they were let go from two jobs that they already had Ooh. and did not get multiple other jobs that they thought they were going to get. Whoa. Yeah. Not And not like long-term jobs, but gigs. Yeah. And that's the only thing that, that you're right, that... I've done better on a personal level of not getting that angry anymore. Yeah. But does, yeah, when it comes to people fucking with my wife. Right. Or or anything related to my children, I still get very And the, the bad part of this story rage. is right now, as I'm saying this, yeah. I do not feel bad about that at all. <laughs> I have no regret in my heart at all about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and, and I mean 
it helps. Like, I don't think I crippled this person financially. Yeah. I think I cost this person probably, I mean, it was thousands of dollars. Yeah. It was, it was quite a few thousands of dollars, but it was not many, many thousands of dollars or, you know, like permanent livelihood type stuff. <laughs> I like that you're like, it was an accurate debt of revenge. Was paid. I feel good about it. <laughs> I really do. Financially, it adds up to the proper amount of revenge was taken against yep. this person. <laughs> Uh, one of the fun parts, though, is that person, I believe, still has no idea. Uh, that's probably be- for the best. Oh, certainly. Uh, let's see. The categories are... I already did the categories. It's my turn. I'm going first. <laughs> I'll, try, uh, I'll try cooking conversions for 200. Number of teaspoons in one tablespoon. Oh, you're a dick. <laughs> I know what this whole podcast is about last week. We fucked yep. up the, the measurements. The fluid ounces. We didn't ounces. fuck up ounces. Hold on. Bread's a liquid. Bread is a liquid. Changed my mind. <laughs> Thank you, Scoops. But you were saying it was one of the other states of liquid. It was a colonial liquid. <laughs> a non-Newtonian fluid. Yeah, you were saying it was a non-Newtonian fluid. I mean, Not that either. <laughs> I was, it, it's a liquid. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here, yes. Like, glass is a liquid. Okay. No, it's not. Look, man. It's not. It holds li- liquid property. Okay. Like, it's not. Molten glass is liquid. Okay. Look at old panes. Of glass, they get thin at the top and thicker at the bottom, where the, where it's just slowly moved down. I'm gonna guess two. Okay, it has liquid properties. It's not a liquid. It's a solid with liquid properties. Three. The answer was three. No. I was wrong. <laughs> Paul, your turn. Uh, I will. God, I hate this already. I will take, <laughs> this is your fault. Capacity this conversions for two hundred. We should make Paul answer all of them. I agree completely. <laughs> We've, we have a quorum. We have voted. Number of cups in a pint, Paul. Two. <laughs> it is two, two is yeah! right. <laughs> I've never heard anybody sadder about answering. Uh, Matt, what do you want? I'll take tumulescence for, what was it? What was that word? <laughs> two messins. Tumulescence? Tumulescence. <laughs> I had heartburn, but then I took some tumulescence. Tum, tum, tumulescence. And now I, now I have this boner. <laughs> and no heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> two messins in your pants. Think of it that way. Yeah, two messins. <laughs> um, I'll take length conversions for two hundred. Number of centimeters in one inch. Uh, three and a half. Two uh, two point five four. It's about yeah. two and a half. Alrighty. I want to say Paul got that one wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see. It's my turn. I'm gonna try. I'll try length conversions for four hundred. Number of feet in a mile. Ooh. Oh. Uh, I think it's whatever that rent song is. I think it's that. 525,600 minutes? That's it. 525,600 feet. I think it's 5,000 something. Wow. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I got the first number right. I'm going to go ahead and say Paul got that wrong. <laughs> Wait, I, did, I wasn't. <laughs> Paul, your turn. I wasn't in that. <laughs> this is bullshit. Because you, you'd be sad when I would actually win. Capacity conversion is 400. Uh, uh, let's see. Number of pints in a quart? Four. Two. Uh, Paul got that wrong. Huh. Matt, your turn. It's four quarts in a gallon. I think. Uh, capacity conversions for uh, 600. Let's see if it's quarts to a gallon. Number of quarts in a gallon. Uh, two. <laughs> four. You just said it, you I dummy. <laughs> oh, I want to hit Paul. got that wrong, but I, I have to take that no, away from no. you. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, me, I'll try capacity for 800. Number of cups in a gallon. All right, four quarts in a gallon. <laughs> what, how many cups did we just say we're in a pint or in a, in a quart? This is why this is why they wrote in. This is why they, this is their Mona Lisa moment here. Yeah, yeah. This is it. okay. So the category uh-huh. all led up to this question. It did. 
Okay. We learned that there are two cups and a pint. Aha. Uh-huh. There are two pints and a quart. Right. And four quarts and a gallon. Yeah. Two pints and a quart. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. So it's... Uh, six. Is it 16? It's six. No, no, no. Hold <laughs> it's on. Not it's not six. definitely not six. It's not. six. The six would be a, uh, a pint and a half. That's a gallon. No. A pint and a half is not a gallon. I bet it is. Okay. Can you pass to Paul? <laughs> uh, I'll pass to Paul. Paul says six. It's definitely 16. What? Yeah. It's definitely what I said. What? What? <laughs> what? What? Paul, your turn. What? 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 Who? Who? What? Who? It's four times two times two. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, your turn. Temperature conversion <laughs> for 200. <laughs> Zero degrees Celsius uh, in degrees Fahrenheit. Thirty-two. Thirty-two is correct. It's freezing. Yeah. Uh, Matt, your turn. Uh, I'll take uh, temperature conversion as well. For 400. 100 degrees in Fahrenheit. Or 100 degrees Celsius in Fahrenheit. Oh, okay. So zero Celsius <laughs> right? 32 degrees. Sure. Well, that doesn't help me with factors because you can't no, do one to whatever. No, it doesn't work up that way. Um, but it's, it's the boiling It's boiling. Do you know what boiling in Fahrenheit is? What's boiling? Oh, it's boiling that. in Fahrenheit is when uh, they turn you down for getting your security deposit back. I'm sorry, Paul got that one wrong. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to pass. Uh, it passes to me. It's three something. I want to say it's like 325. 212. 212. I was definitely wrong on all of it. <laughs> Paul got that wrong. <laughs> oh, this is a nightmare. <laughs> I'll try temperature conversion for 600. <laughs> Uh, 98.6 degrees uh, in Fahrenheit in Celsius, going the other direction Oh, so now. what's the body temperature in Celsius? Well, on a hot day, <laughs> in like a 100-degree day, yeah. or a little over 100 degrees, is like 40 degrees <laughs> in Celsius. Right. Right. So that's close to body temperature. We're like 98.6, oh, right? this is good logic over okay, here. Okay, okay. So I'll pass to Paul. Uh, I'll defer. 36. 37. Wow. Oh, I'm sorry, Paul. You got that wrong. Fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Paul, your turn. (laughs) Paul is doing surprisingly well on this. Yeah, too bad his points don't show it. Uh, I'm going to start a petition for him to stop watching YouTube. Link conversion. Never. Never. Link conversion for 600. Number of miles in a league. How many extraordinary gentlemen? There's the NBA, the NHL, NFL. Sure, sure. 20,000 leagues under the sea is about as deep as you can go. Okay. Because of science fiction. Now, if we know (laughs) how deep 20,000 leagues is, Uh we could make a guess because we just divide that by 20,000. is not a nautical mile. (laughs) Right. And we know that because it's a different word. It's a league of its own. (laughs) League. Oh, this is a trivia question. You watch that movie, League of Its Own? League yes. of Their Own, yeah. Yeah, all, what, what Jacob said? League of Their yeah. Own. You watch it, right? Yes. Do you remember that she drops the ball at the end? Uh, what's her name? She does a split. Gina Davis. Kiss, Gina right? Davis. Oh, she drops it so her sister can do the thing? Oh, she yes. drops it so her sister can win. That's right. Right. So the debate, I didn't realize this was a debate. Oh, because it's the, it's the play at the plate. Yes. Yeah, and her sister runs into her, and she drops the ball instead of holding on to it for the out. 
Yes. And what's the deal? Whether she dropped the ball on purpose or not. Right. I always thought she did not. Interesting. I always thought that her sister... I always thought she dropped it on purpose, and I was like, I didn't even know there was up to debate. I thought it was like an important oh, plot point that she dropped it on purpose to let her sister win. Uh, I thought it was all set up. And you think so too, right? Yeah. You think she it dropped it on like, purpose? Yeah. It was like a raging... Not a raging. It was a. It was a, It was was actually a pretty awesomely... Uh, awesomely, that's right. Awesomely. Hello, hello VH1. Yep. Uh, debated topic on a friend of mine's Facebook page huh. where... They found in their family that all the younger siblings thought, no way. And all the older siblings thought, definitely. <laughs> and it was like about like uh, who let who win kind of thing. Wait, wait, wait. So the older siblings thought that she dropped it on purpose. Yeah. Okay. And all the younger siblings thought like, no, she just, that was the way the movie went. Huh. The younger oh, person funny. finally I got am, the best of them. <laughs> I am the older sibling, and I thought it was that. Yeah. That's what I think is interesting. Yeah. I would have pegged you the other way. No. I mean, I'll peg you any way I can. Peg me, peg me however you want. <laughs> Paul, number of miles in a league? Uh, three. Three is correct. Yeah! <laughs> he has his phone in his hand. Did he just no! look that up? No. <laughs> he it up. I'm, I'm sorry, texting. cheating. Paul got that I'm wrong. I'm texting. Paul got I'm it not, wrong. He was I'm cheating. texting, motherfucker. <laughs> Matt, your turn. I got it right. <laughs> Fuck you. I got all these right. I haven't missed, I've missed two. <laughs> if that. Uh, Matt, your turn. I'll take a, I am my own league of extraordinary gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> You're three miles of extraordinary gentlemen. Three mile island of extraordinary gentlemen. <laughs> nope, my two messins. <laughs> I always do. Oh, that's three miles long. Three miles. Three I call it three mile island when it gets going. I got a league of dick for you right here. <laughs> yeah. Uh cooking conversions, please. Let's see for four hundred. Number of fluid ounces in a cup. Oh god. Twelve. No. Six. No, it's less than that. Six is still. Yeah, I think still six going is right. Six. I think six is six? right. Six. All right, let's try six. Eight. Oh, less eight than that. Fluid ounces. Than that. Oh, I'm sorry, six Paul got that wrong. Fluid ounces. Five fluid ounces. Four fluid ounces. <laughs> I'll three try, fluid uh, ounces. Two fluid ounces. One fluid ounce. I'll try cooking conversions for six hundred. Hey, yeah. it's a daily double. For six hundred points. Paul, you're really fucking up the scoop, buddy. Number of tablespoons in a quarter cup. Number of tablespoons in a quarter. Four. Yeah, right? Four. Because it, it, it's a quarter. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Paul, I you're don't up. I know if that's logic. That's just, this is what drives people crazy. Yeah. Is that that's def- right, that definitely doesn't have anything to do with it. You get right answers using wrong logic. I'll that, do temperature The quarter cup definitely does not have anything to do with temperature it. Temperature conversion. And then we take you on over your logic, and then all we wake up to <laughs> Paul was right tweets all day right. long. <laughs> Zero degrees Kelvin, also known as absolute zero in degrees Celsius or degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, and either or. Yeah. Go ahead, Paul. What is it? In in Fahrenheit. Paul has selected Fahrenheit, everyone. For the record, Fahrenheit is Paul's (laughs) selection. I believe... Goodbye, Celsius guesses. It is... Negative one hundred and twenty-six. Negative one twenty-six is Paul's final answer. The answer is negative two seventy-three Celsius oh. or negative four sixty oh. Fahrenheit. Okay, I was wrong. I knew it. I mean, I didn't know it in Kelvin. But I didn't know it in Hobbes. Ah, there you go. It's definitely an imaginary tiger. Uh, Matt, you're up. Ah. Uh. There's a daily double out there. Oh, shit. Cooking conversions. That's definitely it. There it is. Oh, (laughs) fuck. 
I meant. Uh, let's see. Cooking versions 800 is the wager. Number of tablespoons in one fluid ounce. This is another thing that we've already figured out, right? Have we? Yeah. We did it was, cups. It was, it was. It was. And have we done ounces to cups or was, cups to ounces? We did a flu, We did a quarter of a cup. Yeah, we did tablespoons so we to did, cups. We did three tablespoons was in a. Uh, no. Four tablespoons was in one quarter cup. One quarter cup. Okay. How and many how many ounces are in a cup? Have uh, we done that? We did do that. Okay. Because it was eight ounces was a cup. Eight fluid ounces was a cup. <sighs> that was a whole cup? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So number of tablespoons to a fluid ounce. I have to guess, right? Yeah. I, I just, I did it out loud and I don't feel like doing it. Uh, okay. So if there's four... Uh, tablespoons in a, a quarter, quarter cup. cup. A quarter cup would be two point five. No, a quarter cup. That that means there would be uh, a sixteen. Quarter cup is two ounces. Sixteen tablespoons in a cup. Yeah. And so uh, four. Let's see four. Two. Yeah. Because. <laughs> Because two. <laughs> if all of you were yelling in your car, I apologize. Who's yelling over this? I'm doing link conversions for 800. We a lot of yelling in the car. Well, we did on the last, on the last one, and I'm sorry. We didn't. What? Oh. <laughs> I was right on most of it. You were not. Okay. Number of miles in one light second. Oh. Paul, how many, how many miles are there in one light second? It takes eight seconds for light to travel from the sun to the earth. Great. So all you need to do is find out the distance <laughs> from the sun to the earth and divide it by eight, and you have your miles in a and second. And what is that distance, Paul? If you, want me to, if you want to give me time to look that up and do the math, I'll do it. I have to go. 186,282 miles. And I would walk 186,282 miles, and I would walk 186,282 more just to be the sun. No. I'm sorry, Paul. To be the man that traveled the distance of light in a second. (laughs) That's the game. The game's over. I win with 400 points. Who traveled the distance of light that travels in a second. That's how far light travels in a second. Matt came in second place with negative 1400. <laughs> Paul did not have a good day today. He got negative 5,000 points for saying us. that bread is a liquid. I was winning. Oh. I still win. I want to thank Penzo for creating this podcast. Thanks, Ben. I also want to thank Jason Vasquez for traveling the length of the sun to the earth to listen to this show. I want to thank your mom specifically. Oh, thank you. And I want to thank Kurt Egner, who egnered me on to say his name. I want to thank uh, Jennifer Grayson, who plays the teaspoons in a jug band. I knew eight seconds from sun to earth was too short. What? Uh, Jarrah Scoop oh, says eight, eight minutes. minutes. Eight minutes. Sorry. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> See, and this thing, <laughs> he would have gotten it right. This would still be a Paul's right thing. Right. No, it was uh, eight minutes. I'm sorry. I knew that was too short. Wow, that's, holy shit. That's yeah, because a like way. a solar flare can go off on the sun and we, and don't and we won't even know, know about, about it. For a while. Like, we, it could wipe out life on Earth and we won't know about it for a few can minutes. Can I tell you, I got really sad last night flipping through the Twitters and the whatnots. Mm-hmm. 
there's supposed to be a really cool cosmic event where two stars are going to crash into each other and cause a big old explosion and be brighter than even the North Star. Yeah. But it's not going to happen until 2082, and I will be dead. <laughs> All right. You got sad I about got that? really sad. I was like, that is, a, that is an event that I for sure won't see. Uh, Unless medical technology really uh, kicks it up a notch. Which supposedly it might. But for whom? <laughs> for me? Mm-hmm. No. No, I don't think so. I want to thank Jeremy Hudson, who will live long enough to see <laughs> that event. I, there are some scoops who will live long enough to see that event. Yeah. Kudos. I yeah. probably will. You plan on being over 100 years old? Whiskey's a preservative. <laughs> Boss. I, I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> Kyla Lansbury, <laughs> who will live to see the con- confliction of the two sons and their two messins. Uh, Jesse Rain, who will see with all of us the center of Orion's belt going out. Larry Northcutt, who is a shortcut to your south cut. To the Cincinnati, uh, sorry, just the Cincy scoop. I don't know if it's true for Cincinnati. I shouldn't judge. Larry the scoopologist. Scoopalajamadungdong. Joe Masano, who likes his chili one way. Apple scoop. You can make it into a fritter. John Bilderbeck, who is also no longer running for president of the United States. Windwalker Scoop 23, the Michael Jordan of Windwalker Scoops. Uh, John Doolong, who burned down a uh, pirate ship when no one was on board. Lee Popsicle, break them in half and share. Oh, uh, by the way, as soon as I talked about it on the podcast, it ended up being mainstream. Uh, it ended up being articles that went mainstream about that arson is not causing all the fires that are happening in Australia. And then if you looked at the... Uh, of course not. And if you looked at the scale, which I did not understand for some reason, that it was just even... That would just be fucking impossible for like a 120 million acre fire to be started by 22 people. Okay, so um, my bad. Well, sure, with that attitude. John Doolong. Again, I'm not good with conversion. And neither is John Doolong. If John's with me. If they could travel at the speed of light... <laughs> you know what they needed... You know what it probably was? Yeah. It's... It's the old Fushigi warehouse <laughs> where they threw all the defunct ones that didn't have the metal core. Yeah. And probably a, they just threw them just, in the woods. All the balls and all the light was right refracting. Up. Yep. <laughs> it was total oops moment. Yeah, you know what? We didn't oops, think about it. I burned down Australia. We didn't think about <laughs> where we were throwing away all our old Fushigis. Oh, that was. Uh, sure enough, there you go. The New York hey, Times. Uh, toss out a Fushigi, you daily. lose all your pandas. Daily podcast covered the uh, <laughs> covered the Australian fires and uh, just all the accents. I just loved listening to it. Oh, I bet yeah, it was great. I love the Aussie accent. Yeah, John Moore, Linda who has Brandmeier, a shitty Aussie accent. Linda Brandmeier's got a shitty Aussie accent. <laughs> Joseph Palriro, who has a top-notch Australian accent. Luke Mellon, he's a melon baller. He is. Yeah. Joseph Thompson, who is the Johnny Thompson. Of people who do whatever Joseph does for a living. Marcus Karras. When you Karras enough to send the very Marcus. Bare naked Scoopies. It's been eight minutes since I traveled from the sun. Here comes the light. It's going to the earth now. Baron Von Fleek Scoop. Is that the right band? Yep. Okay, good. Uh, he uh, shot down 88 men just to smile again. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Katie Clemmer, who was the 89th man. Richard, Richard Fastnot. He travels fast, not than the speed of light. Keith Woodson, who's made up of eight fluid ounces. Rob Korb, 
a used Fushigi. Kelsey Kundari, who is a uh, star, a human star. Don't you know that you are Ryan Hartman? Yes, you are. Kenny Upchurch. Kenny went up in the church and burned it to the ground. Scooping Pete. I've been scooping Pete all day long and I haven't found any moss. Uh, Carrie Hanselman, who was recently uh, named Defensive Player of the Year in the National Championship game. Cargo Van Killa. That is a whited out crime van. Melty Goop Scoop. You don't know what I got. Look out for the Melty and the Goopy. He is in the Australian Outback being a Melty Goop Scoop. Scoop Trek the Experience, uh, who just recently closed <laughs> over at the Hilton. <laughs> I was in that. And uh, oh, really, you never talk about it. Oh, yeah, boy. I was clean. Oh, uh, more of this. I want to thank Scoop Fox, who played a Mandalorian in Star Trek the Experience. <laughs> And I want to thank Graham Forbes, <laughs> Scoopatron. Uh, my balls are itchy. Scoop, scoop in a stupid ass way. Dungeon scoop and dragon scoop. Scoopy and the Beast. Jacob the Farmer Guy. Jacob McCauley. Mini Scoopalus. Scooper at the Gates of Dawn. James, Pier- James Pearson. James Rippey. Jameson Fisher. Jason Freshwater. Jason Mench. Handsome Bald Guy Scoop. Jay Shapiro. Jeff Faust. Jeffrey Nowyuk. Jessica Vent. Jill Short. Scalawall Scoop. Joey Spencer. John Lore. John Mattingly. Neapolitan. Alla Scoop 6666, Jordan Campbell, the Red Baron, what was like when Scoop, Justin R. Young, Justin Sharback, Justin Zell, Carl Mathis, Moberg, Kay Mathis, Scoopo Baggins, Ken Fargy, Tar Heel Sunday, Kenneth Soto, Kevin Dandino, Kevin Collar, Kit Hammer, Craig Ruth, Scopia Lorin, Still my favorite name. I love that one. Matt Addy Ambler, Minty Scoop, Nate Morrison, Nicholas Baum, Oki Scoop, Robert O. Fisher, Ryan Hayward, uh, Signature Curl Scoop, Thomas Head, I Don't Have a Scoop Name, Winston Prince, Pseudo Scoop, Kevin McLeod, The Famous Ball, Dana Kate, The Bad Humor Man, and Jenny Ebarb. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. And just a shout-out to Critical Thunker on Twitter, who was the one who who, who misinterpreted my uh, liking of a tweet. There. uh was totally outclassed me with a nice uh, follow-up tweet. Oh, nice. It was just underst- a misunderstanding. Isn't that always nice. nice? Yeah, so shout out to you for being an awesome person on Twitter. Uh, uh, thank you all so much for supporting us. Uh, you can go guys, over to preachingfun.com. do it without you. Preachingfun.com. You guys make all the difference in the world for us. It's uh, true. Literally, for, for helping us get this show going every week, twice a week. I don't think we've missed an episode ever yet. Right? Yeah. Have we really been able to do twice a week every week? Yes. yes. There's not been a week that we've missed it? Nope. Nope. That's nope. pretty we've been, awesome. We've been good. We've been on it. That's pretty great. Yeah, and a friend, recently a friend uh, uh, was thinking about getting into podcasting, and they were they, they, they have a, a famous platform to do so. Uh-huh. Right. And they were like, and what's yours again? And they looked it up, and they're like, Jesus, you've really done 645 episodes? It's like, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and it would not be possible without patrons. So go to preachingfun.com, mm-hmm. help us out, get on board. You uh, keep the, the lights on, you keep our rent being paid in the in the studio. You, I mean, you you make it happen. Yeah. You absolutely do. Yeah, and uh, again, the temperature control. Really the temperature thing is really what's expensive and we wouldn't be able to pay for it without you guys. It's true. You can also go over to hayscoops.com. Uh, there's a swag page on there. You can order merchandise from us. That's fun. But you can also get on there, and you can send us emails. You can send a scoop mail on there. Uh, if you have something interesting that you that you think we might think is interesting, send us a, send us a scoop mail on over. If you have a shitty job story, uh, first sexual experience story, uh, uh, an Italian air show, which is where you think something what? is going to be oh, good. Here's one. Uh, some people, someone wrote, be like, hey, I don't have a shitty job, but I have a weird job. Great. Yeah. 
like send if, it. if you have a job that isn't like either like isn't we don't understand it portrayed on the mainstream in any way, we'd love to hear about a unique job. Totally. Or if you have a job that is portrayed totally incorrectly by a movie or a television right, show, sure, we'd love to hear about that like as well. Hacker. Yes. How many hackers are represented properly? <laughs> Exactly. That's exactly who I'm Penn talking Pen fell to. victim to that. And by <laughs> hacker, we mean like somebody who goes through the bush with a machete, just hacking their way through. That's, what, that's who we want to hear from. Oh, I'm a hacker. I'm a hacker. I'll hack, I'll hack fire. Right. Doesn't work well. No. Thanks for listening, everybody. Fire versus sword. We'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. The flame is mightier than the sword. They got a flaming sword now. Ooh, I'm a sword. There he is, my flaming sword. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. It was an easy joke, I know. Did you see the? Have you seen those new lightsabers? You gotta get these lightsabers. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I see those new lightsabers all the time. Which one? Those new lightsabers are called screensavers. You can record your own sound effect, and then when you swing it, it goes wah 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 or whatever you sounded on. <laughs> Whatever sound you put into it, it does. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I think we actually all need those screams. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See ya!